We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday, it is October 5th, it's 2022. Why did I say it so slow? It's the last day of the regular season for baseball. 15 baseball games. Um, we're only going to talk about 14 because they have taken the Blue Jays and um, Blue Jays and Baltimore game, Blue Jays and Orioles game off of the slate. So we're going to break down the 14 games on the main slate. All of the games starting within like 10 minutes of each other. Day, afternoon, baseball, depending on where you live. Um, Nothing really to be settled. I mean, as far as the playoffs. So we don't know half the pitchers that are going to pitch in this. And we don't know what the lineups are going to look like for some of these teams. But we're here. I got Keith Eister, Eyes819, again, coming back on, pinch hitting for Grant to somehow wrangle Keith into <laughs> doing the final day of the year podcast. But Keith, I mean, we had some success yesterday. We talked about how Verlander could potentially get a really weak lineup, and that happened. And um, not <laughs> he took advantage of it. He, he said, hey, remember me. I want to win Cy Young. Um, how's it going, Keith? Good. Yeah, that that Verlander uh, read was outstanding by you. As soon as you said, yeah, Philly's probably going to roll out a, a, a pretty weak lineup. I was completely on board with you. Looked up Verlander's prop this morning. It was sitting at five and a half. I hit that. And then he moved to six and a half about mid-morning. Um, and it was plus money. It was like, I got it at like plus 118 or something like that. So I, I hammered it again, um, and he absolutely demolished. He only went five innings and threw less than 80 pitches, but 10 strikeouts. So 
anytime he's got that kind of a matchup, just just slam him. Um, we we knew he was in a great going to be in a great spot because uh, Philly was going to rest some guys. So great call. I was completely on board. That worked out really well. Yeah, what was it Yavaldi? I think is the the next guy. Like you know, they only played five innings, so he got like a complete game shutout or something, and put up like twenty five. But um, Verlander scored over thirty with only pitching uh, the little amount of pitches that he pitched. So yeah, I mean, you know, it worked out. So. All right, 14 games. We are brought to you by Sleeper Fantasy. If you haven't checked them out, head on over there. They're a unique prop-based fantasy site where you and your friends can enjoy fantasy sports together in a fun and social way with their squads. If you want to join the RG squad, use promo code GRINDERS for a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. If you already have an account on Sleeper, you can click in the description of the podcast. There's a link to join the RG squad. Again, I'm posting stuff in there all the time, having a lot of success over there on Sleeper and just really like their, I mean, their their platform. It's really easy to use. Um, so check it out, Sleeper Fantasy, promo code GRINDERS, 14 baseball games. Here we go. We're going to do the best we can. I'm going to preach this probably at least 10 more times on this podcast, but wait until you see lineups with games starting at four you should have all lineups by like two o'clock today wait till you see lineups before you start building before you start building your dfs teams um yeah another another thing you got right rodan with the scratch man you, you were all over that my man <laughs> listen i mean there was no reason to roll him out there um just saying but yeah wait until you see lineups it, i mean it, it's it's the last day of the season so we get started here with the Angels at in the Athletics. Um, this game has a seven total, and the Angels are a two fifty five favorite. We got Otani and Waldachuk. I actually like Otani in this spot. Um, we don't really have, depending. Like I don't think we get to Grum. I, I don't know if we'll see Corbin Burns pitch or not. Um, I don't really see a need. Kershaw will pitch. I don't think he'll go more than like eighty pitches max. So. Just full on ceiling, and I don't think Max Freed um will pitch. So we'll see. Atlanta if he does, I don't lie, though, right? Yeah, but I don't expect if he pitches, I don't expect him to go more than like 70 to 80 pitches because he was dealing with an issue. Um it was like sickness or something in his last start. So we'll see. I don't think DeGrom pitches. They're playing oh, Friday. I totally agree with that one. Yeah, yep. no chance. So I, I think Otani. Depending on if Burns pitches or not, I think Otani is clearly um, the top pitcher on the slate, pure ceiling-wise. Um, they're rolling him out there to give him one more like start to make a point for him to win MVP. Um, I mean, argue with me, because I, that's exactly why he's getting the start here. Yeah, I, I can't argue with that. I, he's not going to get it. Judge got 60, 62. Um on Tuesday night. So congratulations to him. That's, that's a monster home run, uh, AL home run record. Um, fantastic that he finally got that done. Um, he's the MVP. You don't see that happen very often. So Otani is something you don't see happen very often either. It would have taken something like that for me to name anybody, but Otani MVP this year. Um, or really like it's going to be hard for Otani not to to win a, a bunch of MVPs in my mind, because he's so valuable doing it from both sides. Um, but what Judge did this year was was absolutely incredible, totally deserving of the MVP, in my opinion. 
Um, onto this game, agree with you. I think like o- the Angels have been out of it for out of it for a long time. They've been letting Otani go. Otani almost no hit the the A's in his last start. So another fantastic um, spot coming back again against this A's team and and in Oakland this time, which is an even better ballpark. Massive strikeout upside. Fantastic matchup. Agree. Like I agree with you. Degrom's not going to pitch today, and Burns. We'll see what happens there. Uh, I I think I still slightly prefer Otani, even if Burns does pitch. Yeah, I mean, I get the the sixty two home runs, and I do think Judge wins the MVP. But I mean, when you have a guy that has fifteen wins as a pitcher, and he's hit what is it like thirty? 34 home runs i think so 34 home runs and 15 wins as a pitcher over 200 strikeouts as a pitcher like i mean there's a conversation at least um in my opinion like uh, i still think it will be judge i'm with you um in general but so a month ago i was like otani is the mvp like he he just does something that nobody else can do but then judge also did something that nobody else can do so i i think that that tilts it slightly to judge you've got the the voter bias because otani won it last year as well i think judge gets it um i think i think it's a closer argument than the vote will be uh to be honest i i think it's i mean listen either one of them deserve it let's be honest yeah Um, i totally agree so yeah i mean otani's in a fantastic spot here um facing one of the worst offenses in baseball uh this is just this is a spot that i think he goes 90 pitches 95 but i don't think you're getting any pitcher today high-end pitcher going 105 pitches on the last day of the season um it's just there's no need for it especially like a guy like otani um i think this is just going to be a building spot for next year um so yeah i mean i played lorenzen yesterday so i built one team and it had lorenzen and verlander so we'll see how it ends up but you know, we'll see how the Dodgers do, but yeah, I mean, no, I don't know, man. It's tough. Um, Walter Chuck on the other side of this game, he's 5,200 shown a little bit of upside strikeouts last time out against Seattle. Uh, but overall it just really hasn't clicked for him yet. And he's a lefty. They have decent numbers here against right or left-handed pitching. I don't think this is a spot I want to play. Yeah, he just he needs a little bit more seasoning. Um, came over from the Yankees in that Montas trade. Was the Yankees' top prospect, so long term outlook looks real good. But he's only in the big leagues because he's on Oakland, and and Oakland is desperate for pitching. Um, not not going to chase him here, even even at the cheap price tag. Next year, I think we'll be playing him a little bit, but just a little bit too soon for him. Oh yeah, big prospect. I mean, this is definitely a guy we're going to talk about for. For years to come, um, assuming that he pans out. But another guy, like, is this a guy that you think goes 100 pitches? Probably not. Um, not one of their best prospects. So any interest here in the Angels' bats? Yeah, I mean, Waldachuk has, has struggled in his first couple starts here in the bigs. Um, Otani lefty-lefty is, is totally fine. Oh, I guess you can't play him because he's pitching. So You can't that, play that him. That does... Yeah, that definitely knocks down the stack anytime you get an Otani pitching day. Um, Trout's a phenomenal play. That price tag on Rangifo, I just it's it's tough to swallow that one. He has been good against lefties. I like Taylor Ward a good amount. Um, I did not see what Rendon did. Is Rendon still in the game? 
Um, I mean, it's only the got... third inning. I'm pretty sure he's still okay. in the game. So, yeah, definitely going to be keeping an eye on that Rendon situation. The first game, he only got two at-bats, and then they pulled him. So we'll see if he gets a full game. If he plays a full game here on Tuesday, then I'd, I might have some interest in Rendon. But I definitely want some Trout. I don't know. Levon Soto, I guess you could kind of make a little three-man with that. But um, Trout and Ward are other priorities. Rangifo's fine. Throw in some Rendon and some Soto. I want to check really quick. Um, so he's priced back up. Rendon, I think, was like 2K on FanDuel yesterday. I mean, he's 3K now. Uh, it might have been Yahoo. He might have been minute. I don't know. I was on salary. He was tags. on FanDuel Monday night. Yeah. So I was on I was on salary tags yesterday on HQ, and I think he was minimum salary. So I don't mind like a little three man here. Trout, Ward, Rendon, Renifo. Um, I, I think it's fine. Don't think I want to play like Matt Duffy or Adele. Uh, Suzuki left the game early, so he might be someone that doesn't even you know play here, and we might get um, was it Logan Hope or whatever his name is? Um, at yeah, twenty four hundred, so a cheap catcher. Yeah. Uh, any interest in the Oakland bats? Not against Otani. No, I think. I mean, he should get ninety pitches or so here. He and that. I mean, he could go six, seven innings and ninety pitches. Um, no interest in Oakland for me. New York Yankees, Texas Rangers, Herman against Otto. Seven and a half total in this game. Yankees a one forty favorites. Uh, any interest here in Herman? I don't mind the matchup against Texas. We'll have to see if we get Burns. I'll probably be paying up for one pitcher at least in in most lineups with Otani and Burns on the slate. Um. Herman's been decent, and that price tag is decent, and the matchup is decent. So we'll see how it shakes out. I'm I'm a little bit concerned about the upside, but I do like the matchup. So I think he's fine at the price. I just I'm not sure if we'll need him on the slate for sure yet, um, but he's in play. I think it's very encouraging um, if you're if you're liking Herman in this spot that they let Cole go over 100 pitches on Tuesday night. Um, so. He's not someone that's like fully stretched out right now, but this could be like one last spot to maybe get him close to like 90 type pitches at 7,300, you know, coming back from bullpen work and stuff like that. And like really trying to stretch him out again. Um, I don't know if he'll be someone they'll use in the playoffs as like a starter, but I mean, they're still dealing with some injuries. So you never know. Don't hate the spot. The lineup that Texas has been rolling out, um ton of strikeouts so yep uh, i think if he gets that same type of lineup he's definitely like someone we should consider uh glenn otto on the other side of this game unless the yankees just fully punt this game because it's the last game and they you know need to get ready for the playoffs and judge hit 62 and stuff like that i mean there's no chance i want to play auto if it's a normal yankees lineup yeah i don't have any interest in auto judge is probably back in there right they want to see if, if he can had another homer or two um just to raise that that record up i think judge will be in there at least for a couple at bats um i don't know we'll have to, we'll have to see does. what they say i think yeah, he I, I do too yep i agree with that i think stanton might sit judge got pulled though early um ikf came in for him i think he only had hmm. two at bats on um tuesday night but didn't he play uh the early game as well though so i don't know good point uh, it was a double header yep that's probably what it was so I don't know, like, I think he DHs here. I think Stanton maybe gets the day off. 
maybe Donaldson. They they need to get these guys some at bats, but they also need them to be healthy. And one more game isn't really going to make much. So if they all play, I probably am worried a lot about like pinch hit risk here um, for any of anyone not named uh, Aaron Judge. Yeah, definitely. I, I think outside of Judge, I would be looking cheap um, to the younger guys. So like Cabrera, um, Peraza, guys like that. That like IKF. There's yeah, they're, he'd be fine. Um, and and like the part time players, like IKF is in there most days, but he hasn't played near as many games as like Judge has. Um, Batter and Riz, Riz, yeah, Rizzo and Stanton have been banged up a little bit this year too. So I could definitely see them sitting. Um, but I, I think there will be some value in this lineup here that you can pair with, with Judge. Yeah, Rizzo played the early game on Tuesday, but sat the second game. I wouldn't be shocked if they just say, hey, you know, let's just let's give these guys a break. Um, I mean, they're going to have plenty of time off, but there's no reason for the Yankees, who are in a great spot right now playoff-wise, to get these guys hurt. Any interest in the Texas bats here? No, not not a ton. Um, Herman is getting more stretched out. I think he's a, a pretty decent pitcher. Um, like the guys I want to play are appropriately priced. Seager at forty six hundred, Simeon forty nine hundred, Garcia forty four hundred. Like that's that's about where they should be. Herman's a pretty good pitcher. Yankees bullpen is pretty good. Um, there there are some cheap guys in the lineup. Like Young, Matthias is probably in there. Um, depending on who's catching, like there's, there's some cheap guys to lower the price of the stack, but I just don't know if the upside's there on, on a full 15 game slate here that I want to play some Texas. St. Louis at Pittsburgh, no total in this game. Going to be a common theme that we're going to see today. Libertor against Oviedo. Any interest here in Libertor? No, he's not stretched out. He has not been very good here in the that he's been given a couple cracks at the big leagues this season uh, just another another young guy decent prospect just not quite ready yet um stuff hasn't translated to the big leagues i know it's a fantastic matchup against pittsburgh you could argue maybe they're they're kind of a triple a lineup but i i don't know um just haven't seen anything close to a, a ceiling from from Libertor here early in his career yeah, I just think it's a full-on bullpen game. He goes out and throws 70 pitches, throws a few innings, and the next guy comes in and does the same thing. Like Guys that probably don't end up on their wild card roster are going to see some innings here. Um, and then like the other side of this game, oh, Joanna Oviedo could potentially be a great tournament play today. Arenado is banged up right now. O'Neal likely... He's out, but likely not going to be ready for um, the wild card round. So I think Goldschmidt, I think Goldschmidt and Arnado definitely sit today. Um, but I wouldn't be shocked if we see a couple other like key pieces in this lineup sit. So this is a, a, a lineup based play. But Oviedo has a twenty four percent K rate. He has a huge strikeout rate against righties. A lot of the guys they would bring in would be right handed. So just throwing it out there, check the lineups on this one. If it's a normal Cardinals lineup, I don't really have any interest in Oviedo. But if we get a, a weaker St. Louis lineup, he is a really interesting tournament op, you know, option at 5,700 because he is stretched out. He is someone they're willing to you know throw 100 pitches because they've already shown it. They want to see what this guy is going to do, you know? So I just, you know, 
this is one of my favorite things to do on the last day of the season is take some chances on guys that, you know, have something to prove that are under contract and stuff like that. Like this is a good spot for him. Yeah. I, I don't sucks. hate this. Yeah. I don't hate that call at all. Um, this is a guy that's flashed some upside at times. You at two starts ago against the Cubs. He went uh, seven innings and had seven strikeouts. That's fantastic for 5,700. He's, he's priced like he's facing a full-strength St. Louis lineup. But if you get Goldie or Arenado, even if one of them's out, I think I'm interested here. If both of them are out, I'm, I'm absolutely interested. Um, if he gets a watered-down lineup, I, I love this call. Any interest in the Cardinals' bats here? Yeah, I mean, depending on who's in there. Um, like if Gorman were in there, he's a fantastic play at 3,900 with his power. Uh, New Bar and Carlson would be fine as well. Like, it's just going to depend on the lineup as far as how much ceiling I think there is. Uh, if Goldie and Arenado are, are out, it's probably more of like a, a three-man secondary value stack for me, uh, more than my main five-man stack. But I, I, I think you can definitely play both sides of this game. Oviedo has some talent, has some strikeout ability, but he also gives up a lot of hard contact as well. So, um I have interest in both sides of this game. Yeah. I mean, if it's a normal lineup, definitely some interest, but if it's a watered down lineup, I don't think I want to touch it. Um, and pirates are, are somewhat interesting. I hate like bullpen type of games, but I think like as far as some of these pirates bats, if they're in the lineup, like O'Neill, O'Neill Cruz and like Reynolds and stuff, um, Hayes, like they'll probably end up playing the whole game. So high Bay, is someone at like 2,700 that might go low on because it's lefty lefty to start. Um, so I don't mind, you know, looking at maybe like a little three man. I don't think I'll five man stack much today. Like I said yesterday, um, what are your thoughts here as far as the pirates bets? Yeah, I agree with you. I I have some interest in a smaller stack here. Um, Reynolds, I think is a, a fine play. He's, he's priced way up. Um, but Libertor has really struggled against like these major league hitters and Reynolds is, is a very good hitter. Um, there's not much else in this lineup. I don't love Cruz against Libertor's lefty lefty, and he's kind of overpriced to sacrifice those first two at bats. Um, I like the Bay call Anduhar If he's in there is a guy you could certainly look at. Um, yeah. I mean, not a ton of talent in this pirates lineup, but I do have some interest picking on Libertor. Reynolds is the primary guy here. Hayes is fine. Bay is fine. Anduhar is fine. Hayes is just cheap. Um, yep. But so we'll He's, see how what the lineup. Not really looks rough like. year for him, but. Uh, Jason Delay is someone else that could potentially be in there. Cheap catcher. Yep. Cheap catcher. Um, there's one. Cal Mitchell's lefty, right? Um, so yep. he probably he won't is. play. All right, Minnesota at Chicago taking on the White Sox. Varlin against Martin. Um, <laughs> that is where we're at. No total in this game. Um, again, we're going to have a lot of games with no totals today. Any interest here in Varlin? No, the White Sox showed they can score some runs. Um, no, I'm kidding, but uh, Varlin just has, hasn't shown any upside. Not a huge prospect. Just no no interest in playing him on a on a full slate. Yeah, I don't I don't want to play Varlin, and I don't think I want to play Davis Martin on the other side. He did flash a little bit of upside in his last start. He is stretched out 
a little bit more. Um, if you're playing 150 teams, he, he probably makes the list today. He's just not like he's done a great job limiting power in his small sample size this season. It's just the, the upside that he flashed last time. It seems almost like an outlier. You, even if you go, but if you go, what I was going to say, but if you go to like his AAA stats this year, 15% swinging strikes with a 28% K rate. So like maybe he does have stuff and it just hasn't translated well, but man, when you're not dominating Detroit um, and you're getting three opportunities against them and then you come out and dominate a San Diego team, like I'm going to need you to show it to me more than once, but he is 5,800 and he's someone that could throw a hundred plus pitches. He's someone that, you know, we didn't think we'd see until next year. We're seeing him this year. So I mean, he's he's a prospect, but not like a top 100 in baseball prospect. Um, what are your thoughts here on Martin? Yeah, I'll I'll probably pass on him here. I think it's just a little bit too early for him. Like his, his like you said, his AAA numbers are really good. Um, hasn't had that success in the majors as often. Um, that that start against San Diego, notwithstanding. Um, maybe he figured some things out in that, but on a full slate here, I don't think I need to just kind of plug him in and hope that that he repeats that success not necessarily scared of the minnesota offense but i just don't trust martin enough to play him on on a 15 game slate i don't think or 14 I mean, to be fair is. there is no um no power in this lineup like nick gordon is yeah. the highest iso in this lineup so well i mean correa is there like i gordon small <laughs> sample correa has more power than gordon i don't think that's debatable <laughs> um yeah i mean i don't hate martin i don't think i'm gonna play minnesota against him for what it's worth i I mean yeah you could take a shot on correa but i I think this is a spot i'll I'll probably end up staying away um yeah that was a minnesota side sorry yeah yeah um i don't i i still think that martin can run into some trouble here. So I'm, I'm a little bit interested in Minnesota. I like Correa. Arise is cheap. I don't mind him, but I, I really need to find a stack to be able to play him. Um, Gordon is cheap. You just mentioned him. So like those three, I, I think you could put in a, a little stack together. The problem with playing Arise is he's first base eligible, which is not ideal because he doesn't have very much upside to be, to be playing that position. So the Korea one-off is is the primary target here, but I don't mind Gordon. I don't mind Arise. Any interest in the White Sox? Varlin's not a guy to be afraid of, but the the White Sox offense has been something to be afraid of for for most of this season. Um, I think you can take some shots here, though. Varland is just average at best. Um, like I said, a young guy who's not really even a prospect. Um, I like a Brave. I like Jimenez. Mancada is still cheap. Um, Sheets is is really cheap. I like him a lot. Uh, I, I, the stack's in play just because Varland is is not somebody to be afraid of. But I don't know. I don't, we'll see if uh, it was an outlier on Tuesday night or if they can repeat the success. You never know what you're going to get from this team. <laughs> um, the, the thing is, like Varland has struggled a little bit with home runs so far um it's a four game sample size but like you said he's not like a huge big time prospect um he's kind of like the same guy as winder that they faced yesterday and 
it could be a, a similar type of outcome. So I, I think the White Sox are okay. Again, I don't think you, I don't think you full stacked anybody today. But I think they're a mini stack that I'll have on my list. Chicago Cubs, Cincinnati Reds, finishing it off in Cincinnati for your Cubbies, uh, eight total. The Cubs a one twenty favorite here. We got Sampson against Ashcraft. Um, any interest here in Adrian Sampson? Not at eighty one hundred. Sampson has been a surprise this year. I mean, I don't think anybody expected him to stick in the rotation in the second half, and he's performed really well. He's even flashed a little bit of strikeout upside, but now that that price tag has climbed all the way up to eighty one hundred, I just I don't think the upside's there at that price tag, even though like this Cincinnati team has a ton of strikeouts in it. If he was 7,000, I'd have some interest, but 8,100 is just too much to pay for Samson. So, yeah, I think I disagree with you. Um, I'm allowed to do that. We're allowed to not yep. always be on the same page. Samson, if you look at like his yearly numbers, you're like, eh, I don't think I want to take a shot on him here. But if you look at like his second half numbers, you're like, he's been right. good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I can get behind it. Like, at the end of the day, this Cincinnati lineup might be the worst lineup in baseball <laughs> rolled out today. Um, So, Who let, I don't uh, love... Friedel left the other day, too, so he's not going to be in there. He's not going to um, play, he got, no. Yeah, he got carted off. He's done for the year, they already said. Yeah, I think, so like, it, the, one guy, <laughs> the one guy you're worried about is, like, Fraley. Like, that is the one guy that you're worried about in this lineup for Cincinnati. Um, We'll talk about him when we get to bats. I mean, he's 4,700, so I don't see us really playing him. Maybe we could, but Samson's 8,100, and I hate the price like you do. But on the flip side of that is this dude has thrown at least six innings in five straight starts. He's he's stretched out. We're not going to get much of that today, and we're not going to get many, many better matchups than facing a Cincinnati team that doesn't walk. They strike out a ton. They have two or three power bats at most. Um, 8,100, I think, is is fair enough where he has to be on the list today. Um, like, if you're playing Otani, Samson's a good mix as an SP2. Um, he's not overly expensive, and we'll have some cheap bats today for sure. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think he's he's a good pivot off of Marco Gonzalez, who I think will get some ownership today um, facing Detroit. So I, I like Samson. I don't like Graham Ashcraft, even though the Cubbies aren't the best team in the world. This guy just doesn't have a ceiling. Like, it, it's the opposite of Samson, right? Like, he's not throwing a lot of pitches in his last few starts since coming back up to the bigs. Like, he didn't cut it the first time he was with the team. Like, I, I just... I don't see this working out. Yeah, Ashcraft is tough to figure out because the stuff looks like it should play really well. He has like a hundred mile an hour sinker. Like it's I like don't a cutter. Understand. Yeah, it's it's nasty. He throws both. Yeah, um, and he throws super hard too. Like he doesn't have the best breaking ball, which is why he doesn't always rack up the strikeouts. Um, I agree. Like he's he's been hit really hard when he's been out there. Um, great ballpark in Cincinnati here for this Cubs offense. I, I'm on the Cubs side of this one. I love Ian Happ if he's in the lineup today. Yeah. He smashes sinkers and cutters. Um, it's not a huge sample. I think it was like 45 um, batted ball events or whatever it was. But he's 4,400. He should hit cleanup here. 
Suzuki has good numbers against sinkers and cutters this season. Again, it's a small sample size. Um, but yeah, I mean, I see a lot of hard contact in this matchup. He's really struggled like reverse splits wise. So like Suzuki, Contreras, Horner, Reyes, Wisdom, like any of these guys that you want to pair with Hap, like I, I think all um, Hap's numbers against sinkers and cutters are just so good that this is definitely a three-man stack in this ballpark that I want to play today. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Like the Cubs, like look at their record over the past like two months. They're they're above 500. Surprisingly, like I know the names aren't that great, but they've played some pretty decent baseball here to close out the season. Um, I love the half call. He's my favorite as well. Um, price considered and everything. Suzuki is expensive, but I I will have a little bit of him as well. Um, it depends on who else is in the lineup because it, there's not a ton of upside. Like if Morel's buried in the order, that's that's always tough. Uh, but he's a guy that has upside if if he happens to hit at the top of the order. Um, I think it's Reyes. Wisdom's yeah, Re- a huge fly ball hitter too against the ground ball pitcher. Yeah, he's expensive though. Also, uh, Kiros has been leading off here recently. He's twenty seven hundred. I don't know uh, to be honest what his batted ball profile looks like. I didn't even look at it. Um, but he's really cheap and he's been leading off here recently. Um, but yeah, Hap is Hap is a primary target because of his price. Suzuki's right next to him. And then I'll I'll just play whoever's in, in good spots in the order, especially if we get some cheap guys at the top. But I, I do like the Cubs quite a bit here today. Um, any interest in the Reds? Oh man, there's just no talent here. Um, you mentioned freely, but so <laughs> it's so bad. And and their expense, like farmers priced up, India's priced up. Even Fraley is forty seven hundred. I think Steer at thirty three hundred is the first guy that like I'd be comfortable with at the price. Um, yeah, like Aquino has huge power if he cracks the lineup. It's it's like this ballpark's awesome. It's probably the best hitting spot depending on. I don't know what the weather looks like exactly this far out, but like weather's cooling down. This is this like one of the best home run parks in baseball. The dimensions are, are some of the smallest in baseball. So I think it's a great home run spot here. I just don't know that Cincinnati has the talent to <laughs> kind of um, collect on that. Like Fairchild has been so awful recently. Uh, yeah, I just... <laughs> Go back I mean, to my conversation like Samson. about Samson. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Kansas City at Cleveland. Heasley against Civilli. Um, I didn't see a total for this one yet. It's still not up. So any interest here in Jonathan Heasley? No, thanks. Um, been really bad. Cleveland's a tough, tough offense to try to attack. No interest in Heasley. Yeah, the only way that I would have any kind of interest here is if like the top three or four hitters in this lineup sit. Um because they play Friday, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they play Friday. So like if Rosario, Ramirez, Gonzalez, and Jimenez sit and they like take all the low um strikeout rates and all the power out of the lineup, I think you could potentially make an argument for him. Um this is another great call, but you're absolutely right. I bet Cleveland rests some guys because they're they're gearing up for that wild card game. Yeah, so I think it's just a lineup type of thing. Um, he'll throw 85 to 90 pitches if he's pitching well. He's had some decent games here recently. Um, 
if the lineup's really bad, I think he could be a conversation piece. Um, nothing more than that. Like he's seventy two hundred, could be low owned. Um, Savelli on the other side of this game, he's not going to go deep into this game. Um, he's kind of been around the seventy five pitch mark anyway. He could go out and put up a good number at seventy five pitches, but first sign of trouble. I mean, they they need they need their active arms. Like they're going to use, they'll probably use Bieber. I don't know who would be. Who McKenzie's would be their, in there. Who would be their second though? You don't Bieber think Bieber is hands down number one. You think it's McKenzie's it's been McKenzie? awesome. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. So they're gonna use like whether it be who's gonna start Sunday between you know Savili or Quantrill. Um, I know I'm missing somebody. Plesak, um, Plinko, um. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's just who it is, but someone's going to have to start Sunday, and it might be like a mixture of Plezak and Savili or Quantrell. So, yeah, I mean, I don't expect them to go too deep in this game. Yeah, I'm, I, you're right. I was trying to think of their other – like, it's definitely Beaver McKenzie, but I think Savali's their third. I, I really do. Um I don't know. Like, I think it's Plesak and Quantrill are the other two. Savali's been like decent here down the stretch. Um, I think they roll out Quantrill on Sunday if it gets to that point. Yeah. For what it's worth. Yeah, you're probably right. Either way, I like. I think they'll be careful with him. He hasn't been stretched out anyway. I. He's not like he has some strikeout upside at at times, but he's not a huge strikeout pitcher. Um, I'll probably just take a pass on the situation altogether. Because like we we talk about like Cal Contra's like negative regression all the time, all the time. But at the he end just of the keeps day, getting it done. <laughs> like he's just he's not a high upside pitcher, but man, he is in real life a good pitcher. Um, which I hate yep. to say, but like he's fourteen and five this year. Um, so stock bats in this one. Anything here on the Kansas City side? Perez didn't play Tuesday with the thumb. I highly doubt he plays in this game. Yeah, that, that makes it tough. Um, Witt has a ton of upside. Melendez can fill a catcher spot for you, but he's super expensive. Um, Pascatino's price is coming up too. St- I, I'd still play Pascatino at, at 4K. Um, it gets rough after that. I think those are the three I'm looking at primarily. I'm not even sure that I, I want to make that a three-man stack because it's so expensive. And Massey's not minimum price anymore. It it's tough down here. Um, I think Pascantino's the best play at 4K. Wit for the upside, but he's 5900. Um, not a ton of interest in uh, Kansas City, despite I like I don't mind picking on Savali. I, he gives up plenty of hard contact, but don't like the pricing on the Royals here very much. I don't think the in or the Guardians roll out a normal lineup here. Um, if we get some cheap bats towards the top of the order, I think you could use them as like secondary pieces today, um, depending on like who it is. I think this is really just going to be lineup based for me today. Um, we'll, we'll see what the lineup looks like. Like, I mean, if Naylor is in there, you know, hitting like second or third, he has the power to hit a home run at 4,700, but I'm not going out of my way to play Guardians. I just, I, I, if they roll out some cheap bats here, I think that's where you'd have interest in them. 
Yeah, I had Jose Ramirez written down for my home run call in You're the morning grind game. That. There's yep. no chance he plays today. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, I completely agree with you. Uh, I think this is a great rest spot for them, gearing up for that wild card game. So I, I will ad lib on the fly here as we go through these games. Um, but yeah, like I had a ton of interest in Cleveland if they were going to roll out a full lineup because Heasley's bad, especially against lefties. So Naylor and and Ramirez, if they do happen to play, are two of my absolute favorite bats on the slate. But I'm I'm kind of with you. I think Cleveland rests some guys here. Um, whatever lefties are in there, like who uh, Will Brennan is is the young guy who's a lefty. Like some of those guys are going to play. So I I definitely, especially if we get like cheap lefties in the lineup, that's what I'm really looking at here. Yeah, I mean, like you don't even have to like look up and be like, oh, is this guy played every game this season? Is he going to try like Iron Man? Like. No one is ever, 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 ever going to touch Cal Ripken's number. Like, it's never going to be touched. Like, good luck. No chance. I mean, just no one's going to touch that dude's number. What was it? It's like two, four, six, eight, ten, like 12 seasons in a row. I think he played every game or something yeah. like crazy. Like, good luck. Not going to happen. There are so much, there's so much like analytical data around fatigue and things like that. Yeah, that that now happen in major league front offices like they're just like if your exit velocity drops two miles an hour like over a two-week stretch or whatever you're going to get some extra time off because it they they can like detect fatigue like more than they ever could but like in the past so it's just a different game there's way more data to deal with um completely agree with you that that record's never even nobody's getting close 2632 consecutive games yeah <laughs> that doesn't seem right though maybe i mean yeah. 10 seasons yeah i mean gosh, <laughs> you're never touching that like no. lou garrett is second at 2100 and like <laughs> cal ripken you have a record that will never be touched congratulations yeah. um anyway we're moving on it's that type of day tampa bay at boston torinos against pavetta um I mean, here's another team, right? Tampa Bay, Torinos. 4K is cheap, but this is going to be a, a bullpen type of game um, for the Red Sox or for the the Rays here. Yeah. Um, he did go four innings last time. 4K, I mean. He went four innings I in the beginning know. of September before he got optioned down to AAA. Yeah, true. Yeah, and it was only forty-seven um, pitches. I don't know. Is he is he the guy? I didn't. Even, I didn't even. Okay, that was my. But what what was he doing in AAA? Was he stretched out in AAA? Uh, the season because he might ended, just be the guy that they're sacrificing today. The season ended like a week oh, yeah, and a half ago, so he hasn't pitched in a while. Yeah, yeah, he's not going deep here at all. Not that yeah, like that's what I was considering though. If you get four innings out of him, I, not that there's not a ton of upside here, but. He pitched on the 25th in AAA. So, I mean, less about 10 days, 10 days through four innings. So maybe four innings is the right number. Yeah, that's that's the absolute max. I would say that's a ceiling. You're probably that was the most he had pitched. He had played, he had started a couple games down in AAA when they got sent back, and um, three and four innings was his two starts. Yep. I, I'll pass. I, I piqued my interest just because of the price tag, but I don't think you're getting enough to for him to be in play on a full slate. 
Uh, let's talk about Pavetta on the other side of this game. We saw a couple key pieces sit yesterday for Tampa. Um, I don't know why they'd play Franco here. Just maybe get him another at bat. But with with Lau banged up, Peralta kind of banged up with um, the hip. He he was supposed to play Tuesday, and then like his hip was bothering him. Um, Mejia paternity list. Like I think Pavetta's playable here depending on the weather in this game um i, I think pavetta is someone they they let go 90 95 pitches here and i mean even if it's a normal raised lineup like the strikeout upside is still super appealing in this spot um so i mean this is pavetta's last start before good old-fashioned arbitration um so <laughs> I, I think i think he wants to kind of prove something and he's i mean he's proved a lot this year for pitching in Boston, in my opinion, being a fly ball pitcher and being able to do the job. Okay. Um, I hated, I hated it when he got picked up by the Red Sox, but I, I think he's okay in the spot, depending on the lineup, but I just, the lineup they rolled out yesterday against Valdi, there was, it was not great. Yeah. I, I Pavetta is my favorite cheap pitcher on the slate. Seven um, K you don't even need like, nine strikeouts from him. I'd, I'd be totally fine with six innings and six K's for 7,000. Um, and I think that that, uh, that is definitely in play here against this Tampa Bay team. Even if Franco is in there, if Franco is not in there, like there's like when he, when he was out with an injury, we were targeting this Tampa Bay team because of how many strikeouts there were in the lineup. Um, we could see a, a strikeout heavy uh, raise lineup here rolled out as well. Um even if they if they go full strength with it, I still have interest in Pavetta because of the price tag. I I'm completely on board here. Any interest in the Tampa Bats? I mean, you can always chase home runs against Pavetta, but who do you do that with on the Rays is always my problem. Like I don't want to pay 5,700 for an Orozarena home run. He probably needs two at that price unless he gets a stolen base with it um yandy diaz i guess at 4200 potentially Paredes, he's been better against lefties but he's got some power um yeah that, that's really it I'm, I'm looking for a home run because of the the fly ball pitcher in fenway but i don't think i'll stack against him i don't think the lineup will be good enough to stack against him to be honest so yeah uh the boston bats i, I think they're a little interesting here uh, against Torinos. For some reason, Xander Bogarts keeps playing. Um, he, had a, he had a home run yesterday as well. I mean, I don't mind a mini stack here for Boston and Fenway if the weather is okay. This is one of the games that we have some potential weather. Um, that area just in general right now is getting a lot of rain. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't mind a mini stack here for Boston. I think they'll roll out a pretty normal lineup. And you can take some shots here on um, Devers Bogarts. It's just expensive. Yeah, I mean, but there, there's upside there. Um, great ballpark, like you mentioned. And Boston has some cheap pieces. You can lower the pricing of the, the stack as well. Um, like Cassis is still 2900 I'll, I'll play that guy for his power. Um, Kike is still 3300 Maybe Hosmer cracks the lineup at 3300 JD is all the way down to 3800 Um I mean, I, I don't hate any of these guys. And... Like Torinos isn't going more than three innings, I don't think. So I wouldn't be worried too much about that matchup. Like, um, I, 
it's primarily just wanting an offense in Fenway is is the reason I'm interested here. All right, Detroit at Seattle. We got the battle of the lefties, Alexander and Gonzalez. No total in this game. Um, seems to be a common theme today. Tyler Alexander, 4,800, going up against Seattle. Um, another spot situational, like we could potentially see a watered-down Seattle lineup, but I don't know if Tyler Alexander has enough ceiling even against a watered-down lineup that I think I want to play him. Yeah, I don't know where this recent stretch has come from. Um, he had that a couple of really good starts there. Got hit around a little bit in his last one, I guess. But before that, against Baltimore, he went seven innings, four strikeouts. Like, he's 4,800, so I think that's why – like fully stretched out starter at 4,800. If this Seattle lineup is really watered down, I think he's in play, but I don't know if the upside's there. Um, like six innings in 4k. Is that a 4k? Is that enough on this slate? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's so close, right? Yep. Like, cause it's going to allow you to fit like Otani and, uh, like it, it depends on lineups today because if we don't, if like if Houston doesn't roll out a, a full lineup or the Dodgers don't roll out a full lineup, like it depends on how many premium bats there are to pay for. Um, but if there's teams like if the elite offenses roll out good lineups, I think to fit Otani in a, in a premium stack, he could be in play potentially. I don't or think I want to play Otani Burns. Yeah, I don't I think I want to play uh, well, either pitcher in this game. Yeah, I I don't have any um any interest in Gonzalez. I he's going to go deep in this game, but there's like he's not going to record strikeouts. Um I saw there there was a tweet out there that Gonzalez is going to pitch as deep as he can to to preserve as much of the Seattle bullpen as he possibly can. Even if he goes a complete game though. Like he's just like what's his strikeout upside? So he's, he's going to be pitching even more to contact in this game. He's going to be <laughs> trying to get out of innings. Yeah, I I don't I don't want to play Marco Gonzalez here. Um, that tweet is interesting because pitches equal ceiling um, on a slate like this. But I mean, he he legitimately might pitch one ten. Oh man. Um, but there's I, it's the strikeout upside even against Detroit. Like, yeah, but I mean, the wrong hand. <laughs> even Detroit though, like they strike out a lot less against left-handed pitching than they do yeah, against right-handed pitching. Yep. So, all right. Um, if Marco Gonzalez was a righty, I think I'd have interest in him getting that tweet about pitching as deep as he can. But let's talk Detroit bats. Um, I don't mind some of these Detroit bats. Eric Hasi, by ba- or Baez, maybe. It's more of like what you just said. They're going to let this guy go. So getting some of these like right-handed platoon hitters against the lefty for, you know, three at-bats is kind of appealing. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. Like Marco Gonzalez is not somebody I'm afraid of. I, I love the Baez call. Like Gonzalez throws like a good amount of strikes. Baez is going to be swinging at everything. I love the Haas call, even at 4,400. Um, has hit lefties really well throughout his career, fills a catcher spot. Love that. Um, I, th- I think there's some punts that you can look to as well. Torkelson, I know it's been really rough for him. I think he homered yesterday, though. Um, so maybe 
coming on a little bit a, way too late, but he's 2,200. This is like, like coming into this season, he was one of the best prospects in baseball. I know he had a disastrous season, um, but for 2,200, I'll take some shots on Torkelson too. Um, Seattle, I mean, if we get a normal Seattle lineup here, like if they're going to just roll these guys out there to get them at some at-bats, I love France, Hanniger, Suarez, Rodriguez, but I just don't see them rolling out a normal lineup here. Um, we'll see. You never know. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, I think all the, all the teams that are playing wild card games are, are going to rest guys more than likely today. Um, yeah, I think that's it from this one. Moving on, San Francisco at San Diego. San Diego is going to use some bullpen here. Um, it, it sounds like Clevenger is going to open and maybe go um, a couple innings here. We'll see. <laughs> see if that's going to be the case or not. But um, and then Morjan's going to come in and hopefully give them a few innings. So yeah, it's an interesting, and then Luis Ortiz is pitching for San Francisco and we're not, we're not playing any of these pitchers, right? Correct. Yeah. This, this looks like two bullpen games or two, both sides are using bullpen games here. Um, Soto didn't play Tuesday. We'll see if he's back in the lineup. Um, Machado took Monday off here. Oh, any interest in the Giants bets? Um, sorry. Totally it's like a team that platoons as much as they do, and then a bullpen game on the other side. Like Morjan's a lefty, right? I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if Clevenger starts, like that's what we have listed as the plan right now. That's that's a disaster for a team that platoons as much as the Giants do. So no interest in the Giants for me. Nope. I mean, I don't even know if I necessarily love San Diego in this spot. If I mean. Are they going to give these guys full games? I like the spot. I mean, if we knew they were getting a full game here, this would be a, a team that we'd be, you know, talking about quite a bit. Yeah, another wild card team, and I, I just, I, I'll be very leery to play the wild card teams on this slate. I think it just, it's too risky. Like we have no idea um, what they plan to do, but I would just much rather play a team that's been out of it forever and they're just going to roll out their lineup and, and go with their guys. I'd, I'd much rather play that on the slate. I think. Um, yeah. Washington at New York. We didn't talk about the blue Jays game, right? I think we skipped over it. Yeah. I skipped over it. Um, yep. Washington at New York. Fetty is pitching for Washington. The Mets had DeGrom scheduled. There's no chance that's happening. He's pitching Friday. There's no chance DeGrom's not getting the ball game one. Sorry, um, Scherzer, not happening. They have Carrasco, too. Um, they have – gosh, they have such a good – such a good, like, um, rotation, man. This team is going to yeah. make a run. It's going to be fun. Bassett's been really good, too. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna be fun to watch what happens. I am – even as a Red Sox fan and watching a lot more American League baseball, I'm so interested to watch the NL playoffs. Um, I, I think the Dodgers are the best team, but I think that Braves-Mets, um, I think the World Series might run through the NL East this year. We'll see. Um, Braves have been playing out of their mind for a really long time here. 
Yeah, the Mets rotation is just and, so yeah, good. and the Mets pitching is yep. But like, it's not like the Braves pitching is bad by any means. Um, don't take right. what I'm saying wrong. But um, I mean, we're not playing Fetty, and we don't know who's pitching for the Mets. So let's. Yep. <laughs> I mean, Fetty could get a really bad lineup, and I still don't think I want to play Fetty. Yeah, I, I agree with that. There's just like the Mets will rush guys today. Like they played all in um, up until Tuesday because they still had an outside shot at the division. Um, yeah. But that's not the case anymore. Atlanta clinch. So, yeah, I fully expect a terrible Mets lineup. And I, I still don't think I want to play Betty. There's just no way Lindor and Alonzo are in this nope. lineup. Um, it'd be interesting to see if like Vogelbach plays. Um, Nimmo probably not going to play. So, but anyway, any interest in the Washington bats? Assuming that we're gonna get a, a softer matchup here for the Mets pitching, they're gonna they're I gonna still, sacrifice somebody. Yeah, they they definitely will. Um, but who do you play on Washington here? Tough ballpark, um, City Field, great pitchers park, and Washington. I just like there's not like Manessas is all the way up at fifty three hundred. Even if we get a lefty. I'm not sure I want to play Manessas at that price. Abrams is cheap. Um, Voight is cheap. But, man, it, it's been a rough year for him. Just not a lot of talent on this Washington team. It's a, a, a great pitcher's park. I don't have a ton of interest either way here. Yeah, I don't. Uh, man, I think the Mets are going to straight up punt this game. I do, too. There is nothing for them to play for at all. I don't know. Like, okay, Mets bats. I don't think Alonzo plays. I don't think Lindor plays. You know who might play is Francisco Alvarez, who is a catcher that is the best prospect in baseball. Yeah, he had a home run (laughs) yesterday. Yeah. Fire that guy. Yeah, I like him for sure. Cheap catcher. Um Trying to think, like, who else, like, Nyquin probably plays. You know, against Fetty, I like that. It's just, the matchup against Fetty is fantastic. It's just, it's in city field still. So, maybe, like, a secondary two-man stack. Um, but I, I definitely like the call on um, Alvarez, for sure. Big-time prospect. Yep. He's making fun of Dean, because he didn't know who he was the other day. Dean. Good old Dino. <laughs> Listen, Dean does a great job of knowing a lot of the prospects. So yeah, whenever does. I whenever well, I, I can take a like, shot on him. That's why I was surprised he didn't know. Like he's legit. Like I'm not I'm not exaggerating. He's the literal best prospect in baseball. Yeah. I mean, we could there's like four or five guys at the top of that list. You could make an argument for any of them being the yeah, top I mean, one. And so. hitting prospect too. Like Gunnar Henderson is in that conversation, but he's been, been up for a month. Now. Adley Rutschman, man. I'm, I'm impressed. He's not a prospect anymore though. Not anymore. Yeah. No, I'm talking about like, if you look at a top 100 prospect list right now, the top name is Francisco Alvarez. I don't oh, think I, I know what you're saying. Is, yeah. I don't think Henderson has graduated quite yet, but. The last time I yeah. looked at it, it was Alvarez, Henderson, Corbin Carroll, yep, Anthony Volpe, and Grayson Rodriguez, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah. So what's crazy, like I, I was talking to someone about this the other day, um, Baltimore has three of the top 15 prospects in baseball. And if you think about their second half of the season, you're like, <laughs> you seriously, right? it's scary. 
Yeah. They're, they're going to be legit. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, you know who doesn't have a ton of prospects? The Red Sox. They do have a very good shortstop prospect, so I'm very interested to see if they do something with Bogarts or not. Because I don't think Mayer is ready yet, but it'd be really interesting to see how that plays out. I'm a little surprised they did not trade Bogarts at the deadline. Like, I mean... Who wants a? I mean, you're. I mean, there's a few teams I, I think of that uh, your Cubbies don't have a lot of prospects either. So you're in the same boat as me. Welcome. They're, I, th- I think the Cubs are improving. They're going to su- surprise some people. Their system is is a lot stronger than people think. All right. And I don't, I don't think I'm being like Wisniewski, uh Like just the trade deadline last year, they added a ton of prospects. Um, They've just done a lot better job with pl- player development than they're when they were rebuilding last time. Like all, obviously, all their first rounders hit, and that's why they won a World Series. This this time around, I think the the core development system is a lot better. So we'll see if that that leads to a little bit longer um, sustained run than just draft everybody in the first round, get lucky with all of them hitting, and put together a core that way. They did it a little bit different this time. We'll see how it pans out. There's a there's a guy I was reading about the other day for, in the Cubbies organization that's supposed to have like a really really good slider, um, Ben Brown or something. Um, yeah, so. he th- that's the guy they got for David Robertson at the trade deadline. Yeah, so there you go. And Wesneski's right. the guy they got from the Yankees. Yeah, we don't have time to talk about Cubs prospects here. Let's yeah, <laughs> I mean, no, you're good. We got Philadelphia, at Houston, Falter against Valdez. Um, I mean Valdez. First of all, do you have any interest in Falter here? Eighty three hundred against Houston. I think he's like Syndergaard's not in the rotation for the playoffs for certain, right? So Falter is potentially a rotation piece. Like I don't think he's going very deep here. It's a matchup against Houston. Um, I, I, mean, I don't think I have any interest. Wheeler gets the ball Friday. Nola gets the ball Saturday. And when you think Ranger Suarez gets the ball Sunday, yeah. I do, but eventually they they'll limited, need a fourth if they advance. I mean, I, they yeah, but you still need them to kind of be stretched out. They have Zach Eflin too, um, which <laughs> they moved into the bullpen a long time ago. Um, I don't know; it, it's tough to say, but I, I will say, like, unless Houston rolls out a really weird lineup today, I probably don't play Falter because there's so many other pitchers that I like on the slate. Um. But he's shown some decent stuff here recently, but in good matchups. You know, like yeah. he pitched well against Washington. He pitched well against Miami. He struggled against Atlanta. Like, I don't know. A normal Houston lineup. And it, it's really interesting as far as like Houston's concerned, too, because they don't play for a week. So do they get these guys at bats? Um, who knows? Dusty Baker said he was he was rolling out normal lineups for the rest of the year. So yeah. So I'm much more likely to play the teams that have the buys than I am the teams that are playing the wild card games just because like they have such a long layoff that I think they want to get them some these final reps here on the last day. Um, Valdez, man. I want to see the Philly lineup. Yeah, my problem he, here, like Valdez's he value Valdez. comes from him pitching deep. And like he, I don't think he's gonna. He's pitch been that struggling deep. big time though. And if there's a bad Philly lineup and he's pitching well, they might let him go 
six or seven innings and get one really good start under his belt before the playoff starts. Cause he's not, yeah, that's... he, he, I mean, he's in the rotation, but he's not like a mainstay in this rotation. With McCullers being back. Oh, so, Valdez is still in the rotation though. He'd be what? Third or fourth, right? Third. Yeah. He'd be third. Like they're not going to go Garcia or um, Javier. I think, over him. I think they go uh, Christian Javier has been an absolute stud dude. <laughs> Like, yes, I, I like, but I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think I could see like a, a piggyback situation there with Valdez starting the game just because Valdez is so good at like Valdez is a really, really, really good real life, pitcher. real life pitcher. Like yeah. he's, he's not great for DFS, but in real life, he's phenomenal. He He's their three pretty, I think pretty solidly. I mean, you could argue that McCullers is the fourth. I mean, health-wise, I don't know. Houston's really good. That's what we're getting at. Yeah. They have four Houston's really awesome. good starters, so there you go. Yeah. Um, but Valdez, for me, is all going to be depending on the Philly lineup. Um, if it's a normal Philly lineup, I don't think I'd play him. If it's a weak lineup, sure. But I don't have a ton of interest in this game as a whole um, on the on the Philadelphia side, bats-wise. Yeah, I'm definitely not playing Philly bats against Valdez. I don't care if he's only going 80 pitches. I like I just said, uh, like his ground ball, like he can get wild at times, but he like his ground ball ability is not something I ever try to pick on. And then the other, I mean, I like Houston here. If we get a normal lineup, um, I could see playing some Houston in this spot. It's just, you're always, you're always really kind of worried about like, our guy's going to pinch hit for. I know what Dusty Baker said, but like this dude has struggled big time with hard hits, fly balls, and striking out right-handed hitters. So Pena, Altuve, Bregman, Gariel, McCormick. Like I have interest in the Houston bats. Yeah, I I do as well. Um, definitely need to see the lineup. Obviously, I was just trying to look it up. Did they do any of the weird pinch hit stuff? Oh, I can look it on up Tuesday quick. night. I'm I've looking for the box i mean they put up 10 runs i imagine they got they pulled some guys yeah altuve got three at bats uh pena was in there for four tucker got pulled it looks Tucker's like been the, the, banged up though though yeah but he i mean he still got three at bats like it, it they didn't pull guys until they were they were already up huge so yeah i'm i'm pretty interested in houston here yeah, I mean, even three at-bats against Fultner might be enough on this slate. Because, yeah. I, I mean, the pinch hit risk for any team in the playoffs or any guys that are under contract for a long time with the team is – the risk is high. Yep. Atlanta at Miami. Max Freed going up against Hernandez. Um, I, I gotta, I've totally meant to look up Hernandez's, like, pitch count in the minors before we did this and i totally forgot so that's on me uh any interest in max freed i don't think there's any chance they let him go deep here um he's not a huge strikeout pitcher and he's 9400 it is a fantastic matchup against miami though um like this could be a verlander type of start where he goes five in it like i don't like the 10 strikeouts i don't know if, if if he has that ability, but he could go five innings and strike out eight. 
he's in play, but I, I am concerned about the upside. I'm not even sure. Like, because he left his last start early, I think they want to get him some work. So I think yeah. he does pitch in this spot um, because they, he has the four, full four days before they play again, right? Like, they have six days off, I think. Yeah, they don't play till Because they have the bye. Yeah, so Freed's going to pitch because they want to get him some work. He only threw 71 pitches before leaving with an illness last time. So I, th- I think he'll be out there. I'm just really concerned it's going to be for like 85 pitches. Uh, and he's not a big strikeout guy anyway, but Miami strikes out a ton against lefties. So I don't know. It's it's a balancing act here. He's in play, <laughs> but <laughs> the upside I'm, I'm worried about. The, I'm, I, I could easily see him getting pulled at 80 pitches. So Hernandez has been starting. Um, he started a, the 11th and through five innings. He started the 16th and through five innings. He started the 21st and the 26th and through six innings. Um, site that I used to use for pitch counts is no longer working. And I was trying to find it on the minor league website and they're not showing pitch counts. So, so annoying. Yeah. Um, normal Braves lineup, no interest in Hernandez at all watered down Braves lineup, which I think we'll get a normal lineup for the Braves. So I don't think it will matter, but if we do get a watered down lineup and they just don't want to get anybody injured after like a really tight race down the stretch here. Um, I think I'd have interest in Hernandez if like Atlanta rolls out a B squad. I think, I think they might rest a couple guys like Acuna. He doesn't play right. Like he's been kind of banged up all year. I think the time off would do him well. I don't know. It's a it's a tough thing. We'll just have to wait and see on the lineup because you don't want a guy sitting for a week and not not playing in a live game for a week. Also, um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what the lineup looks like. I mean, Acuna, Swanson, Riley, Olson, Harris, everyone played yesterday on Tuesday. Yeah, I th- I think they might sit some guys. I think this um, is a perfect opportunity not to get anybody hurt going into the playoffs and saying, hey, one extra day, what does it matter? But right. I'm also not a manager, and <laughs> I also did not win um, the NL East for, like, what is it, the fourth or straight, fourth or fifth straight year? Um, so who knows what we're going to get from the Braves. Check the lineup. I mean, that's the easiest thing. As far as, like, the bats go, normal lineup, you have some interest. Miami opened the roof on uh, Tuesday. We could see that again. It's beautiful in Florida right now. Um, so, I, I mean, yeah, if Atlanta normal lineup, I have interest. If it's the B squad, I have interest in Hernandez. That's how I'm approaching the spot. Yeah, I mean, I, I have the same feelings. Hernandez is a guy who has been decent in the minors, has shown some strikeout ability. Um, so if he gets a weaker lineup here, Good park in Miami. The roof being open is not ideal for pitching, but definitely if it's a weak lineup, you can still take some shots. Um, don't mind that price tag at all. Um, as far as like the Miami bats go, I, I think if Freed even pitches 85 pitches, I don't have interest. Yeah, completely agree. I'm not playing Miami. Uh, Arizona at Milwaukee. Kelly and Burns. No total in this game because the books are like me. What is Burns going to do here? Um, Barrel Kelly, 9K. A lot. I mean, he's been pitching good, but he hasn't been pitching like 9K good. He hasn't. Um, I have some interest here, though, I think. 
just there's a lot of strikeouts. Yeah. Yeah. Strikeouts in the Milwaukee lineup. Um, Kelly's last one was real bad. He got, he got roughed up by San Francisco, gave up eight runs, but yeah, I mean, it's been a little shaky for him. He had a, he had a really good stretch this season where he was like lights out for a month, month and a half, but looks like he's kind of fallen on some hard times here recently. So I probably don't get to too much at at nine K honestly. Yeah. I mean, if like Yelich and Renfro and those guys are out of the lineup, sure. But yeah, I don't think I want to play a lot of Kelly at nine K. And I mean, if Burns starts and pitches here, and I mean, goes the distance, like I just don't know the argument for pitching him a, a, a full workload here. Um, but hey, you never know. Like they rolled out Eric Lauer yesterday. He threw six innings and he threw 97 pitches. You give me Burns at 97 pitches, I'm in. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's a good baseline there. What we just saw from Lauer, like both of these guys should be in their rotation again next year. Burns is obviously a little bit more important than Lauer, but I don't know why they would, would do anything different there. So, um, I mean, they had I think nothing we've seen to Really quick, I didn't mean to interrupt you. The other like thing to like consider here is like this is a home game. They're not on the road. Like they're playing in front of their fans one more time. These tickets were bought, you know, weeks ago. Burns is getting the hill for the last game at the home, like home game for the year. He's he's not going anywhere in this Milwaukee team. So like this is like I think it's a different situation than some of the other spots we talked about today. Yeah, this is similar to the Otani situation, I think. Like Probably not going to go over 100, but I think he gets 90 pitches here. Um, so I, I definitely have interest. It's like we're talking week one baseball all over again. Um, <laughs> any interest in the Arizona bets? Nope. Any interest in Milwaukee bets? Um, more so than Arizona, but not a ton. Uh, Kelly's a pretty decent pitcher, but that, like this rough patch here, has me thinking you might be able to pick on him. Um, I don't mind lefty power here. Tellez, Yelich, if he's in there. Wong is cheap enough. Um, Adamas is a little bit. Adamas and Renfro are bro- both priced up, but totally fine if you want to make it a stack. Um, but Tellez and Yelich be the primary two targets. All right, we finish out the last baseball regular season podcast of the year with Colorado at LA taking on the Dodgers. Noah Davis shocked um, <laughs> that he's pitching in this game. Going up against Clayton Kershaw, any interest here in Noah Davis? Nope. I mean, different team. Maybe I could take a shot on him, but I was looking at his like minor league numbers and like he's not a huge K guy. Like this is a guy that spent the whole season until one start in double A. I just don't understand why they called him up for this game. <laughs> um I'm know. guess he's probably a guy they had to add to the 40 man anyway because he was rule five eligible or something like that. So they're just getting a look i i don't know he's not he's not one of their like top prospects 
he's not a bad prospect. Um, no, he was, but he, he was like, I don't in the Reds top. trade for what was it, Givens, I think, or something. I don't, I don't, I don't remember that one. Um, but I don't even think he was top 10 organizational, was he? I don't. I mean, he was he was a top ten prospect in the Reds organization pitching wise, um, but who knows? You know, like who knows? I, you're not playing against the Dodgers. Yeah, no. There you go. Not playing him against the Dodgers. <laughs> um, not playing Kershaw either, right? No way he's going over ninety pitches. He hasn't been going over ninety pitches anyway. Like, good matchup. I think when he hits six innings, I don't think it matters what his pitch count is. He's going to get yanked. Yep, I agree with that. Um, and we have Burns and Otani, who I think have decidedly more upside. So, yeah, I, I agree. Probably not going to play him here. Any interest in the Rockies' bats? Nope. Okay. Nope. Any interest <laughs> in the Dodgers' bats? Yep. Again, I um, mean... Guy- Guy coming up from Double A, like if we get enough cheap value in there, this this is my favorite five man stack. I think um, they're they're really expensive again, and and we definitely want to play some Burns and Otani, but we'll we'll have the the cheap guys throughout the other lineups, the cheap bats. Um, I think you can make the Dodgers work here, even with one of Burns or Otani. I don't think I play bets if he's in the lineup. They have been very careful with him. Um, Gallo replaced him in like the second or third inning on Tuesday. So I, I don't think I play bets because he's 6K. I want the cheaper guys that I know are not going to get pinch hit for him. Lux, Bellinger, Gallo, Thompson type of hitters. Yeah, I like that call. All right, final regular season morning grind game of the year. Um, I am crushing the co-host this year as far as record goes for the morning grind. So um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't keep track of it. If someone ever wants to keep track of it, kudos to you. Um, I'm never going to keep track of it. Way too much work. Um, under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today? All right. Let's see. I'm going Pavetta here. I like this spot for him. I'm cheating. Um, I don't even care. I'm going Samson, eighty-one hundred. Last day, I'm allowed. To I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. Because uh, I knew you were gonna pick. Um, I knew you. Were yeah, pick I mean, Pavetta. he's the obvious one. Yeah. Yep. The other one that I really think the other one could potentially be Eliza Hernandez if we don't see a normal Braves lineup. Um, so yeah. good call. I'm cheating though. I'm going Samson over eight K to score under fifteen. Who's your bust today? Um, give me Falter facing Houston. I like it. I'm gonna go. Oh man. Um, give me Valdez. Okay. I just don't know if we okay. see him get a full workload. So I yep, I can get on board with that for sure. Over 4K to go yard. Who you got hitting a home run today? Um. I forgot to come up with something, so I'm searching. Give me Seiya Suzuki. I'm going to the same game, but mine's a lot cheaper. Give me Ian Happ. <laughs> I knew I thought you might do that, so I didn't want to take yours. That's why I, I had a Suzuki. second one. I had a second one ready to go. <laughs> um, pro tip: um, My second one was Handiger. There you go. Sec- last day of the regular season. I had I had two. Get a freebie yeah. out there. Yep. Yep. Under 4K to get two hits. Who's a cheap bat that you like today? 
so Judge is still trying to get the batting crown. Luis Ferraz is thirty eight hundred. I think they play him just because it's kind of bad faith not to. Um, and they don't have anything to play for anyway. So give me your eyes. I think he holds on to that batting title over Judge. I don't even know if it's mathematically possible for Judge to catch him um, after today, but I know that was that was a thing yesterday. So I am going to go with a guy that has had such someone that was so pumped up to come into this year that we talked about a lot preseason and has just had a terrible year. I like him to end the season on a positive note. Give me Cabrian Hayes from Pittsburgh. Um, stack like to it. score six or more runs. Um, give me Houston. I like that. I I gosh, give me man. This one's tough today. You know what? Give me your freaking cubbies. That's <laughs> what I thought you were going with because I had yeah. Cleveland originally with Ramirez, so I was pivoting there too. And I was yeah. like, he was on the Cubs. I can't really take that, but yeah. I, Hot I love take. It. I don't think we see a lot of teams score more than six today. Yeah, um, I don't either. Like, we're going to see a, a bunch of weird lineups, um, some potential short leashes on pitching. So, definitely a weird day. Tons of games, though. You can find enough spots to to get some upside for sure. My original answer that I had written down was Boston, for what it's worth. Um, I do think if the weather is okay and we're going to get a full Red Sox game, they're really interesting today. They're playing at home. Um, Tampa's going to be rolling out guys they don't want to burn up for the playoffs. So, I mean, Torino's starting is everything that you need to know about what you're going to get out of Tampa Bay today. So... They're not, I mean, they're not playing for anything either. Like they are with the Mariners winning um, the other day, was it Monday or Tuesday? With the Mariners winning, like the Rays are like the the bottom wild card team. They're playing the Guardians. So yeah, I mean, that's who they're playing on Friday. Anyway, it's going to wrap it up here for the last regular season baseball podcast of the year. Keith, thanks for hopping on for Grant and filling in. You'll be back again tomorrow, three days in a row. For eyes eight one nine, yeah, football podcast tomorrow. So I'm actually going to be looking at some football when we get off the podcast because I love jumping on like fantasy props early in the week, yeah. And um, I like looking at it Tuesday night, especially. I'm going to go do my baseball like premium work now because nothing is going to change before lineups come out anyway. So there you go. So anyway. That's going to wrap it up here for Wednesday. We'll be back Thursday talking football. We will have a postseason wild card podcast Friday uh, for anyone that wants to listen to that. So good luck, everyone. We'll see you again on Thursday.